0: everyone welcome back to my show i am so excited for today's guest i have an incredible inspiring woman i have the amazing diane foster diane foster is an award-winning inventor a best-selling author a tedx speaker tv host fellow podcaster international living expert and reinvention specialist she works with clients privately and helps clear away the mindset blocks and limiting beliefs can block you from reaching your full potential in business, life, and relationships. Diane is the CEO and founder of I Have Today. She's the best-selling author of I Have Today, Find Your Passion, Purpose, and Smile, Finally, and Reach Your Greatness. Top thought leaders share the secrets for having an extraordinary life. Her live TV show, along with her amazing podcast, I Have Today with Diane Foster, and all other products and programs help people live enriched, empowered, inspiring lives through the transitions to reinvent themselves. Diane's career began in advertising and TV sales including ABC and Disney. She's also the inventor of the Spifter, a fun kitchen tool that won an innovation award of the International Houseware Show in Chicago. Diane has been featured on ABC, QBC, the Chicago Tribune, San Diego, Voyager, Business News Daily, and so many other incredible local national tv radio and podcast shows she has written articles for inventors digest magazine and writes an inspiring weekly blog diane is also a mother of twins and lives in san diego her mission is to see that one billion people who don't know their self-worth discover their true divinity within power and purpose diane what an inspiring woman you are welcome to my show thank you so much Allie. i'm so happy to be here yes oh my gosh so a little backstory for my listeners we connected via social media and i was really inspired by everything diane was doing and i was following it and i was listening her podcast and i was like oh my gosh she's so inspirational i love the way she thinks and really wants to help so many people you know get out of those blocks and be able to inspire and empower themselves and i was like you are Perfect for my show. So I am so honored to have you here today. Well, I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. So tell us, you know, for those that don't know you, tell us how you kind of wound up in this world, you know, and, and I mean, you have such an incredible bio and resume, obviously, and there's so much people can read about you, but like, how did you, how did you get here? Why did you want to create this space? How did, you know, I have become such a big platform and brand.
1: Mm, well you know everything's a journey so my uh i'll tell my story quickly and i'll do it in three parts and three legs they'll all sort of tie together so as you mentioned my background was in advertising and television sales and i spent 32 years working in that career i started out in la in the ad business and then moved to chicago to get married and i switched to television sales and i spent um 20 of those years my last 20 at Disney ABC and so I learned a lot about sales I've sold over a hundred million dollars of advertising in my career and marketing and messaging and branding and client relations and it was you know it was a great career and while I was working at ABC and raising my twins I came up with this idea for a kitchen product It's called the Spifter and it's a sifting spoon that you use to decorate your foods and beverages with your sugars and spices. It's kind of a fun finishing tool. And so I came up with that idea from a frustration in the kitchen, which is how most ideas are born, you know, from a pain point. And I was talking to some friends about it and I said, listen, I came up with this idea for a kitchen product. Do you know anyone in that industry who could help me And they did and he became my mentor and desperately tried me to 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 talk me out of creating it because it's not easy to do and my mantra was you know what i just want to see where this goes and so not knowing what the flip i was doing i was just putting one foot in front of the other and just following the process Well, that led me to winning that innovation award at the International Housewares Show in 2013. There were 65,000 new products featured that, I'm sorry, 30, I'm sorry, there were 30,000 new products featured that year and 65 were honored and the Spifter was one of them. And so that led to um, me selling my product on QVC and them inviting me on air and we sold out in six minutes. So that experience, as amazing as it was, it was also very challenging to open my eyes to entrepreneurship. So here I had this corporate background and now I had this experience in inventing. And what led to the creation of I Have Today was my personal journey, which is the third leg of the story. And I was in a marriage and a relationship with a man where it just wasn't good. We we loved each other, but we weren't in love with each other. And I was really unhappy and I was depressed and exhausted and lonely, and I didn't tell anyone about it, Allie. I kept that secret hidden to the outside world because the packaging of my life looked so good. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse, and I kept hoping it would get better and better and better, and it it never did, and one thing led to another, and things were starting to break down in me. My health was starting to deteriorate, and it led to a suicide attempt, which was... Which was not planned. It was just a regular Saturday afternoon. We were um, with the kids. We went over to some friends for a barbecue and there were a bunch of families there and we were having a great time. And when we got in the car to go home, the fighting started. And when I got home, I just snapped and I went up in the bathroom and I locked the door and I took out two prescription Uh, Two bottles I had a prescription pain medication that I had sitting in a drawer from a surgery I had the year before to remove part of my colon because the stress of my life was literally, it it was killing me. And I had them in my hand and all of a sudden I felt this karate chop to my arm. And a voice screamed in my ear and said, you are not ending your life this way, Diane. You need to go get help so that you can tell your story and you can help others. And I just threw my hands up in the air, threw my tears, and I said, well, you need to show me the way because I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. And so the very next day, I reached out for help, and I left a message for a therapist and said, I need help. I am changing my life. And so I started this process of healing, my my journey of spiritual awakening and personal development and self-help and It took another six months or so to get out of that relationship and some other things to transpire. You know, there was betrayal on his part. And so once I was finally free from it, I had already started my journey and I was already, you know, meditating every day and writing in a journal every day and and really starting to fall in love with myself. And that was what was missing in my life. I didn't honor myself. I didn't love myself. And so about two months after um, we separated, I woke up one morning and was guided to do an I forgive you chant. And so I just started chanting for 20 straight minutes. I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. And it was the most healing cathartic thing I had ever done. Tears were streaming down my face. I could just feel all those trapped emotions releasing from me. And when I ended that, I stood up and I said, Wow. I did this. I'm responsible. This didn't happen to me. This happened because of me. I didn't, I owned everything. You know, I didn't point the finger out at anybody else. I turned it and pointed it in. And I said, I didn't set healthy boundaries. I didn't honor my dreams. I was the enabler. You know, I allowed this. And I said, well, no more, I don't want that anymore. I want an extraordinary life and I'm gonna do everything I can to get it and have it. And so um, it it took about, I was writing like crazy and inventing like crazy. Like once once that faucet's turned on, you, you can't turn it off. And so all this creative expression and genius started coming through me and really channeling through me. And so I woke up one night, two years after the bathroom moment, with a poem in my head called I Have Today. And when I finished writing it, among the many other things that I had written, I looked down on it, at it and I said, oh wow, this is way more than a poem. This is a movement. This is what that voice, what God was talking to me about two years ago in the bathroom. I'm supposed to help other women who don't know their self-worth, discover their true divinity, their power, and their purpose. Because if I was living in what I call a ho-hum hell like that, how many other millions and millions of women are living like this too? And so the I Have Today brand, the idea was born that day. And, And just like I could see the spifter in my mind of, you know, this sifting spoon that decorated foods, I could see I Have Today productions in my mind. And I could see the book and the stages and the, you know, the TV and the radio and the live events. I could just see it all. And so I was continuing to work at ABC while my twins were still in high school. And I made a bold decision when they graduated, which was two years after I wrote the poem. And I walked away from my job at ABC with no net. I just walked away. My, uh, my last day in corporate America was their last day in high school. And then I um, sold my house. I sold everything in it. I got them off to college, and I moved from Chicago to San Diego with that same mantra of, I just want to see where this goes. And so I just had my five-year anniversary recently, and it's been extraordinary, I have to say. I, I intended that. I put that out in the universe, and it really has been. It's been a tremendous amount of work, too, but so much has happened. and so many miracles and so many lives that I've been able to touch. So many women who I've been able to help them reinvent their lives, you know, take what's not working or what they're not happy with and turn that around into something that is fulfilling and satisfying for them. And then the areas of their life that are working, you know, enhance those areas. And what I really discovered through everything, through every philosopher teacher expert influencer every book I read every event I attended to every podcast I listened to was I took in a tremendous amount of value and information but it was a bit overwhelming for me and I started developing these simple processes that helped me to stay intentional, aligned, and empowered at any time when I started feeling those negative emotions or that self-doubt or feelings of low self-worth to to snap it away, literally snap it away, and continue to be future forward-facing and focused and intentional with my life and my goals and my dreams. And that is why I've been able to accomplish so much in this amount of time and there's unique processes that I do and I teach and I teach my clients how to do it so they catapult their success too. I call it soaring versus crawling. And so it's just led to all of this and I have to tell you it's I've never worked harder in my life, but it doesn't feel like work cuz I'm so happy. I'm so purpose driven. And it's truly the most rewarding, far beyond what I could have imagined in terms of being rewarding and fulfilling for me. So yeah, and and honestly, I feel like I'm just getting started. I, I really am so excited to see where this is going down the road.
0: First so off, that's, my story. that's amazing. I mean, I, I knew bits of your story, but to really hear you say it and share it and be so vulnerable about how it all happened and played out. and I'm sure in that moment when everything was happening, nowhere in your mind did you think you would be where you are right now. And I just think that's such an inspiring story to for others to hear. and I, and I really appreciate that you shared, you know about the you know potential, you know, attempt to suicide because I think that so many people, sadly, you know, think that that is the answer. Um, And they think that, you know, that you take a temporary problem and sadly it's a permanent solution, but a lot of people don't see that way. And suicide is very, you know, awareness, is very near and dear to my heart because I've lost really close friends to it and someone like family and, you know, it's just something that I feel for whatever reason, still to this day, is taboo in society. Um, And it doesn't, people don't wanna talk about it. People don't wanna say, That I almost thought about it. If you don't want to say it's something I've considered several times. So for yourself, like when you heard that voice and you knew you couldn't do it like You know, how how was it being like going and getting that help and sitting down and being like, Okay, I have to handle this head on. Like, how did you, how did you even begin to start to handle that
1: well um by taking the action and making the phone call and reaching out for help that is first and foremost the the number one thing that you have to do do not suffer in silence i suffered in silence for so long and um being able whether it's whether it's a therapist or a coach or a friend somebody you need to be telling people what's going on with you how you're feeling the you know the isolation the loneliness the fear the shame the guilt whatever those emotions are being able to do that and um and it wasn't easy it's not easy you you know here's the thing and i don't know who said this so um i'm I'm quoting this from somebody else this is not my original thing but it has to get to the point where the pain of staying stuck where you are is is greater than the pain of making the change because the change is Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a challenge. It's different. Your subconscious mind wants to keep you small and stuck and safe and be right. And it's only running on the programming that it knows. And this is a lot of the work that I do. So you think, Oh, it'll be fine. You know, it'll get better. Or, or this is normal. You think this is normal. And so what I realized when I really started to, to open up and, And look at all of this I discovered this isn't normal at all and I understood the value that we truly are supposed to be happy and we are supposed to be happy every day of our lives and it's not an all-day everyday happiness but to be able to feel the the gift of your life every single day and know that um, challenges will come up uh, you know situations will present themselves to you You'll have disappointments, but all of that is for a reason, and, it's, and that's, that gets to be cliché, you know, yeah, 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 everything's for a reason. It actually really is for a reason, because you learn and grow so much from those experiences. You build resilience, you build strength, you build character, you build clarity about what it is you want versus what it is you don't want. You fine tune that dial into what you came here to do to begin with. And the reason why I focus my, you know, my audience is really predominantly women between the ages of 35 and 65. It's because by the time you get to the age of 35, your personality is is set and i learned that from dr joe dispenza but that's also a time in your life where things start to shift again you get to that that certain point where you think um god i thought i wanted all of this and it turns out i don't and i'm not happy or i thought my life would look differently than it does now or i thought i'd be further along in my life you know those sorts of questions that that awakening starts to happen And so you start to really evaluate things differently. And then also other changes happen, you know, divorces happen, you know, affairs happen, you you lose a job, you worked in a career for, you know, you went to school for a certain um, career and you decide, oh, well, I I don't want to do this anymore. I don't really like this. And so, um, you know, you, you have children and then your children grow up and then they leave. And you start to really identify with the fact that oh my God, my life is going by so quickly. And maybe I don't have as many days in front of me as I do behind me. And, and what is all this for? And you start to really start asking those deep questions. And so that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. And and I, you know, I call myself an eager student of life. I want to learn. I want to know. I want to evolve. I want to expand. I want to grow. Because the more I do that the more I can give through my coaching, through the TV show, through the podcast. And I learned a lot about how much we get in our own way because of the way we're thinking, the way we're feeling, and especially the way we're speaking. So I focus a lot on mindset, emotions, and language. Language is so key for so many people, they don't even under, They don't even know what it is they're saying about themselves and about others and how, you know, and I, I hope I can go there, I, you know, I'm a big fan of law of attraction and understanding how the universe works and that everything is energy and how much we are blocking our happiness and success by the way we are showing up, by the way we are communicating, by the way we are thinking. And so when my focus is all around mindset, because when you get your mindset in check, your life will change exponentially. It's really quite magical. And it's creating awareness of it. Most of us are walking around, you know, not even aware uh, that this is what's happening. Again, we think it's our normal. So that's what I did. You know, I really studied it, became aware of it, and and made changes, big changes in my life, and not being afraid to take risks. Because here's the thing, our lessons come from our failures. They don't come from the successes. Everything that happened with the spifter with me, um, where I got there, is because trust me, I made a lot of mistakes along the way and I don't use the word failure or mistake I you I use lessons I learned a lot of lessons along the way of, of, of what works and what doesn't work and and the only way you do fail is if you quit and you can't quit on you so um, you you just have to keep going and keep getting reaching out for the help getting the support asking yourself very key questions that's another thing that I do I ask my clients very very specific questions because we're not asking ourselves enough questions and we're definitely not asking ourselves the right questions so in order to really get clear on that and get that clarity that you need you you're you're literally I, I call the analogy it's like you're on a bus you're sitting in the back of the bus there's, there's no driver and there's no navigation system. You are literally moving through your life aimlessly and you're not even the one in the control. And so that if something's not working in your life and you are not happy, don't waste another day in that state. You only have today. That's why the company's called I Have Today because it's truly all we have. All we have is this moment right now. And so our past is behind us. We don't want to be living there. You know, when we talk about it and focus on it and think about it, we, we're literally bringing the past into our, into our now, into our today. And so being able to be really focused on what you want this day to look like, at living it intentionally with, with y- your intention, with your desires, with your focus, with your direction, because without it, your, your next day is going to look just like this one. And that's not good. That's not good at all. So that's basically what I did and how I did it for myself was, was becoming very, very intentional with what I wanted in my life and then asking myself the right questions on how do I do it and not being afraid to take risks to, you know how to get it, you know, who to reach out to, for, you know, what I needed to research, what I need to do and being in action because the universe loves speed and action. So I hope this is helping.
0: No, it's, I mean, it's amazing. I'm just sitting here going like, wow, what you're saying is just so true. And, it, and it's so inspiring. And I think, you know, even for myself, like I have realized, especially from becoming, you know, a mother and I'm curious for you, Diane, like if you also, you know, had any kind of, um, spiritual shifts when you became a mom of like where your perspective you just view things differently and you don't look at things maybe the way you did. And I realize as like a new mom, like I I definitely am way more aware of like what's in my space, what energy is around me, what am I constantly consuming. And I really become intentional about like what is it that I'm, you know, consuming? What is it that I'm saying to myself? What is it that I'm writing down? And even within my own postpartum depression, like I love that you shared that about you know the chanting and being intentional and all those things because when I was having a really hard time you know my therapist said like you know we're going to do cognitive therapy and we're going to do visualization and we're going to do meditation and you know chanting and all these different things and I don't think people realize that the power of words of how much like you just said can make a difference and the way you speak to yourself and the way you really hold yourself and see yourself. I feel like that sometimes that's just so forgotten. People just think you're supposed to do something and then it changes.
1: Right. People don't know that they are the ones in the power. It's not outside of them. It's not it's not the government, it's not, you know, corporations, it's not other people. It's you. You are the only one who's in the power and the control of your life and Um, that is really valid what you just said and um, what I want to tap into is that you did what you needed to do because you you had the awareness that something's not right and I want to do something about it and so and and yes and that everything is energy and that gets said so much it gets over said but the truth is it really is everything is energy Especially in including us, and so what is the what is the energetic vibration that you're putting out into the world? If it's that you're not enough, or life is hard, or it's always a struggle, or um, being a mom is really hard, you know, um, let's let's focus on that because I know that's who your audience is. Uh, let me just back it up and tell you, I am the mother of 23-year-old twins. I have a son and a daughter. They are college graduates, they are launched, they're on their own, you know, they're, they're suffering right now through COVID like everybody else, you know, missing the socialization, missing the things that 23-year-olds should be experiencing right now, but, but overall, they're doing really well, and I will tell you that they grew up in a nanosecond, they grew up so fast you know, and everybody says that, Oh, enjoy it. Enjoy it. It goes by really fast. It really does go by fast. So really being as a mom, be really intentional with your time with your children, because you are their example. Their dads are too, but the mom is really the big example. And, um, you know, I walked away, I sold their house, their childhood home, I, I mean, I got rid of everything in the house, sent them off to college, I basically didn't give them a home to come back to, and I got a lot of flack from other people. And This makes me cry, so I'm going to try and say this without crying, but I I heard a lot of negative things and a lot of judgment from other people, but I knew that I had to make the change for me. I knew I had to do it. And I taught my children the greatest lesson they will ever learn in their lives, and that is your dreams matter and they come first and because they witness their mom who they still watch at 23 i am still the you know they still want to make me proud even if they don't say it that is still there but i am still their role model and their example in life and they've watched everything that i've done and so they now live in their lives fearlessly they're not afraid to make you know make changes and take chances and they're not afraid to shift something that's not working because what other people might think. And that is probably one of the greatest gifts I could have ever given them. Makes me so proud of them to see that in them. So I'm sharing that with you because I know you're such a young mom and your, your audiences are moms of kids of all ages, but that's something really valuable to take in that we do come into this world as one and we leave it as one and we share this time together. You know, you're you're their mom. You're the conduit that brought them into this world, but they were coming into this world. They had the desire to do it. And so they're going to have their own experiences. And so being able to just really enjoy them and connect with them and watch, you know, allow their their individuality to to just shine and come through. And uh, you know, if a teacher says down the road there's something wrong with your child, like your child needs to be in a special needs class or, or whatever, I'm just making this up, question that. Question that. Is there really something wrong with my child or is my child more enlightened and doesn't like the square box structure of what a classroom situation is because maybe my child's more artistic and expressive or, you know, I'm just saying, don't just take things at face value, trust your intuition and ask a lot of questions. And, and um, I hope this is helping. I'm just kind of going off on tangents, but
0: I appreciate you being so, you know, real and raw and going off on that, you know, tangent and being so, you know, emotional, you could hear it in your voice. And, you know, I appreciate you saying that, because especially as a young mom, it's true. Like, There are so many moments where it feels like so much is happening and it's so hard to focus on your career and obviously your number one priority being, you know, your children or child. And I think that what you just said is a great message because it's true. You hear so much that, you know, they look up to you and they watch everything you're doing and it goes so fast. But I think to continue to hear it from others like yourself who have, you know, grown children and are now, you know, really kind of aware and intentional of your own space and kind of going back to focusing on you, you can really talk and speak to like what that was like, but also at the same time, like how you continue to inspire them when they were younger. And now they've really watched your own dreams come true and all the changes you made to help also reflect in their own lives.
1: Yes. Yes. And they've seen, it, and they've seen, you know, the lows too. They've seen me come through, you know, tough times trying to figure things out and um, and and that's a good lesson for them to experience too, because again, it's not all going to be sunshine and roses. There are going to be dark moments. There are going to be you know times where the, you're 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 just expanding. And now, what's going on in the planet is one of those times. Definitely, so many people are going through this and experiencing these these moments of of a lot of lows. And, and we will get through this. We will. I mean, and what's coming on the other side, I'm I'm intuitive too. So I know what's coming on the other side. It's going to be bumpy for a while longer, but on the other side is going to be magnificent. It's going to be amazing. So, um, just know that these are only moments. So when you're, when you're a young mom, you know, the, you know, the days are long, but the weeks and the months and the years fly by. You know you can be in that moment where there's just a lot going on and it can feel overwhelming just stop and breathe through it and ask what is the most important thing that i need to do right now what is my next right step that's all you need to know just the next right thing don't project worry into the future or or too much to do just breathe into it and connect and you'll see most of the stuff that we have on our plate can literally just follow away. you can just let go of it. you don't the house does not have to be perfectly clean. It's okay if you have unfolded laundry. You know, it's okay if you have a to-do list going. It's okay if you have phone calls or emails to return. It's all okay. It's all okay.
0: So Thank you for saying that because I think that that again also too is such a good message of like, it's all okay and it can feel super overwhelming, but you're obviously serving your purpose in number one, being a parent. And you know, especially for moms, really being that number one for your children and that everything else is okay to go back to. And I think that was a huge part for me, Diane, where I've really struggled with my postpartum depression that I, now that I've come out of it, thank God, and now on the other side of it that I can kind of see, I put so much pressure on myself to be that old alley, to be that constant, on the go, you know, celebrity stylist and T personality who answered every single email right away and got on every call and yes, 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 yes. And didn't have really any boundaries and just did, 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 did for others and all these things. And when I had my daughter Amelia, it was like, wait, I can't do that. Cause I have to focus on, you know, this new life. And it was like, for me, it was so confusing and so dark to not understand like why I couldn't the things that I was doing. And it wasn't that I couldn't do them, but I was forcing myself to think I had to get back to everything right away instead of letting things just happen. How, like you said, and letting things just play out and then get back as I could. And I think that really contributed to my postpartum depression.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, you know, you left behind the person you used to be to become the person that you are now, which was... Before being a mom, you know, it was all about you, you know, your life. And then all of a sudden now you're responsible for another human being. And there, that's there's an adjustment period and there's an orientation that needs to happen in that gap. And you're, you know, you were just so programmed to go, go, go and do, 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 and thought, oh yeah, I can do this. I, You know, I can manage all of this. But the universe had had something else in mind for you and this is this is you know you won't get this time back at all so it's okay and you can just do the other things at the, whatever level that serves you because that stuff will be there it will be there but raising your children right now they change every single day and if it, and this is i'm saying this for the moms who are enjoying staying and being stay-at-home moms you know enjoy every single moment with them because they are so precious, and you, you know what you can have days where you don't love it so much too, and that's okay too It's definitely okay too and then for the moms out there who are working moms be either because by choice or by force they don't have another choice um, it's okay too. your kids are going to be fine you know there's no guilt with that too they're 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 fine they're going to be fine they they're going to develop their in you know socialization skills and so many other skills and gifts with them so there is no right way it's what's right for you and that all that that's all that matters it doesn't matter what anybody
0: else thinks or says another great message takeaway because i think a lot of times we feel you know we need to listen to society we need to listen to others around us who feel they have it figured out or others who, you know, are saying, Hey, this is how you do it. Cause this is how I did it. And I love that You said like, it is, it is your decision. It is you. And it goes back to what, you know, you truly have built around your own brand, which is, it all comes back to you. You can be given a million self-help books. You can be given all the tools, but if you're not going to do it for you, it's not going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know like you know fast forward you know everything that you've been through and now everything you've created with this amazing brand you're helping all these incredible women moms i mean just all different people that are you know struggled in so many different areas and are reclaiming themselves and finding inspiration themselves and empowering themselves you know when you first started this like what was that like for you was it was it cathartic for you to like be able to help so many people because i know with my own postpartum depression When I started my podcast and that's really what it was born out of, you know, was my own heavy thoughts and needing to express myself when people started reaching out to me and asking to share their stories and asking to, you know, me to share more about what I was going through and giving them permission to have those feelings. It was truly healing for me. I mean, I knew I was helping others, but in my own way, it was so healing. And I, to this day, I still feel that I'm curious for you with everything you've done. Have you felt the same? Oh,
1: definitely, you know, um, seeing the transformations and seeing the change that happens is truly the most rewarding thing that I do. Um, and, And that's why I do it because, you know, you change one person's life and what, I mean, That is not one person you're changing, you're changing that person. And that person is now showing up in the world very differently. And every single person in that person's life gets to feel that ripple effect of the change in that person. And that is so powerful. So you need to know you are enough and you are worthy and you are so worthy as worthy as every other person on this planet. No one is more worthy than anybody else. We are all equally worthy of enjoying this divine amazing experience that we're having together. So uh, absolutely. Yes.
0: I love that and thank you for, you know, that message and that that inspiration, you know, to my audience just, you know, to say how worth it, you know, we all are even if we don't feel it at times. And so obviously, of course, you know, if people want to work with you directly and have that private coaching and be able to have that inspiration, but for just anyone listening who maybe isn't there yet, they're not ready to take that step, but they're aware that there is something going on, they're aware that it's something needs to give something needs to change. What would be your advice to those people who are listening where when you were where you were in the beginning that you got to where? you know, you are now, what would be the advice to those people? And obviously every situation is different, but overall general advice of, you know, what do you do when you are feeling these feelings or you are experiencing these experiences and you just know this just isn't right. This is not what my life is supposed to look like. Mm. All right. Well, let me, let me first preface this
1: by saying that I am really committed to helping, you know, people, women, especially Through feelings of depression anxiety and suicidal thoughts and I'm in particularly focused on her but before that happens just before that happens so those feelings what you described is who I want to speak to especially because um, you might be eating too much or drinking too much or sleeping too much or um, letting things go or you just You just know that you're feeling overwhelmed and um, that this is not normal. This is not normal. Know that this is not normal. And so the first thing I would do is pay attention. Again, I call it the ABCs, awareness begets change. Once you're aware of it, and don't hope that it'll get better. Don't just just don't think, oh, it'll get easier. It'll get easier when the kids are out of diapers, or it'll get easier when when this happens. Pay attention to this. So awareness begets change. So once you're aware of it, you've got to reach out for help. You've got to tell someone. I mean, follow me. Reach out to me. I am happy to help you. Um, say something to Allie. Get hire a coach. There's nothing wrong with having a coach, hire a therapist. I'm, I'm a coach because for me, therapy is great. It is great. But I wanted, I wanted quicker, faster transformation. So that's why I developed my own products and services and triggers and things that really help people catapult that because I wanted, yeah, I wanted rapid transformation. But, so just know that there is so much help out there, so many resources, and that you are not alone, and there is no shame in asking for help and just saying, you know what, I, I, I've been waking up several days in a row, or months, or for a year, or however long it's been, and I just don't feel happy. That's a key indicator. I'm just not happy. You, you need to you need to speak to somebody. You need to get help and find out ways that you can self, self-empowerment, you know, with some of the stuff that I do and others like me that we do, and then obviously, you know, get that one-on-one personal attention because it might just be, a, you know, a, a minor tweak or a couple of minor tweaks here and there. It may not be as, as you know, daunting and scary as you think it is. And sometimes just that little bit helps so much. Like your therapist helped you so much, you know, Oh, Um, that's what I would say.
0: Absolutely. And I, and I thank you for, you know, I try to always say, you know, therapy and normalizing all that is really important, but thank you for also being a voice for that. Because again, I think with social media and I get choked up because listening to you say that you know, it's, I think we all have been there where we felt dark, we've all been there where we felt lost, at least most of us. And it's really just such an overwhelming feeling and you just feel so lost and you feel so out of control and you, even though you know something's wrong, maybe you just don't even know where to start and where to begin. And there's just like this shame behind thinking about potential therapy or thinking about a coach and what are people going to think of me and you know, why would I need this? And I think so many times, like we look at people in society, especially with social media days now and think like everyone has it figured out and it's like, no, that's just not the case at all. But that's the way our society has begun to portray things from, you know, celebrities and public figures to trickling all the way down that everyone thinks like everything's just so looks so perfect and that's just not life.
1: Right. It, it is, it is so false. I mean, you, yeah, I would say limit your time on social media. Definitely. Especially if you're feeling down and feeling, you feel worse about yourself, but, um, it's, it's, it's true. And everybody, you know, you see that and you think, well, it's working for them and it's great for them. And why, why not me? Um, one of the other things that I want to touch on is back to being intentional really being intentional with your life. You've got to know what you want and why you want it. You don't have to know the how. The how is actually none of your business. The universe takes care of that for you. But when you get really clear on what you want and why you want it, and the what can be simply because, because I think it would be fun, or I think it would feel good, or it would be nice. It doesn't have to be justified or validated. But you know, need to know what it is and why you want it, so those are things those are um, some of the things that I do you know, it's The first question I ask anyone who comes to me, well what do you want and it's surprising how often they don't know i don't I don't know I'm not even sure what happiness would look like for me right now. I just know I don't want this anymore, and so what the universe is hearing is I don't want this, but the universe only only knows one word and one emotion, and the word is yes, and the emotion is love. So when you say, well, I just don't wanna be this busy anymore, the universe only hears busy. So you get more of the thing, the exact thing that you don't want, because that's where the emphasis and the attention is. If you say, I just wanna have you know better time management in my day, I wanna have a nice balance between the time that I get to work and the time that I get to spend with being a mom, or you know and then time I get to spend with my husband or my partner you know my spouse whoever you know and you know and what would that really look like for me oh and how would that feel and what would my day be like now you can actually get into a visualization just sort of painted that in your head right now so when you start asking those questions all of a sudden things get clearer so it's not that you're so focused on being reactionary to the things that you don't want you're being proactive in designing what it is you do want
0: so i love that uh, and I love it it, you know really brought it back to being intentional because i think that again in my own life i have seen that the more intentional i am about what i absorb the energy i allow into my space what i say out loud what i write down what i journal All those things, you know, they didn't make overnight changes, but they slowly made little steps towards that direction. And I'm still evolving and growing in my own right when it comes to, you know, myself. And I'm very much aware of that. But I finally feel aware. I feel awake to all the things that you just said that I feel like before I was on such an autopilot that I wasn't even processing or open to. And so that being said, you know, you brought up COVID earlier, and obviously we're all aware we're in this pandemic. You know, with everything going on, how would you tell people, especially in this time, because we've kind of been given a gift as hard as this is, that, you know, COVID has really forced things to slow down, really make you reflect whether you want to or not, and just changed the way of all of our lives. What would you say to people that, you know, want to be intentional, but they have no idea what, where to even begin? Like, what advice would there to be when it comes to being intentional?
1: Well, I agree with you, COVID in, in many ways is a gift because while we're forced to be inside, it's the opportunity to go inside, inside of you. And, and um, uh, something really practical to, to do is start journaling. If you don't journal, start journaling. That's something I do. I meditate, I journal and I move my body every single morning. That's how I start my day. This is a good tip for you moms too you know, who are busy and feel like you don't have any me time. I know you're you're tired and you're probably getting up super early as it is, but what if you got up even a little bit earlier just to connect with you? You need that time, that quiet time. Allow your mind to shut down through meditation and through journaling where you just start to write about what it is that you really do want and what you want your life to look like, feel like, be like. Um, and, and again, don't pay attention to what's happening in the world. I mean, send love and light to those who, who've died of COVID and who are suffering, and then all the amazing light workers who are helping through this time and all the people who are you know, on unemployment and, and lost their businesses, like send them love and light out to the universe, but don't take it in, don't take it in. You've got to stay, stay focused in your world. What's best for you. And I call it being selfish in a really good way because you're no good to anybody else, especially to your family and to, you know, to yourself. If you're not honoring yourself and time with yourself to connect with yourself and that all that is there. And when you do that, you are able to give so much more to the, to the world, you know, fill your tank first. And then you'll be able to operate in your life a whole lot better. You'll be a much better decision maker. You will be able to, you will, oh, such clarity. When you do this, you really become the person, the intentional being that you're supposed to be and the commander of your life. And you'll, you'll, you won't feel the need to say yes to things that you really don't want to say yes to. And that's okay. You won't have any guilt about it either. So, Um, I hope this is helping, but that's what I would do. That's where I would start. Start writing in a journal if you don't do that already. And um, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be forced. It could be a brain dump. It could be the gross, start out with the grocery list for the day, you know, anything that pops up, write the word, fill a sheet with the word happy or love or something, but start doing that so that you can really be tuning in to your own intuition, which we all have that allows you to see things more clearly and understand things more clearly. So it definitely helps with overwhelm.
0: I love that. I think that's such a great tip and something so simple that you can do starting today if you're listening and you know you don't have to really think about like oh what are the steps I'm going to take you just gave them super simple intentional living and intentional you know words and expression that you can do right in this moment even when you're listening if you feel called to or like you said when you have a moment to connect with yourself. And I also love, Diane, that you said, connect with yourself and give yourself that moment. For me, that's nighttime. Like I'm not a morning person, especially with nursing, you know, really early and everything. Like I just can't get my clarity. So for me at night is my time to really connect with myself, to meditate, to journal, to do the things that make me feel like Ally and bring me back to myself.
1: That's beautiful. Whatever time of day it works for you is, is perfect. And that's wonderful that you do that, it makes me happy.
0: Yeah, well, and I think that, you know, just you saying that, just voicing, that you have to create that time for yourself, even if it's just small little minutes in between to be able to do these intentional things that you're describing, it makes a huge difference. And, you know, for someone like yourself who is so intuitive and you say, you know, where we're going is beautiful, I love to hear that because I feel like so many people I've connected with have also shared that about what this time is and where we are going. And I truly feel that inside as well and I think that's like the calm that I feel with everything going on is knowing it's really bringing us into a beautiful place and I think a way more intentional life for all of us
1: it it definitely is so much more happiness so much more love so much more connection so much more peace yes
0: I love that I love that. I think that's I mean, that's just just beautiful. So Diane, before I let you go, is there anything else that you know you would want to leave my audience with? Obviously, before you go ahead and plug yourself or where we can find you, but is there anything else that you want to leave us with? Is there anything else that you wanna share? Because you've just given so many great gems and messages today. And I so appreciate you being so really raw about your own journey and how you got to where you are today and built this amazing brand of I have and everything you're doing to help and empower others. Oh, thank you. It's I have today, actually. Um, um,
1: Well, that you truly are perfect just as you are. I actually call it perfectly imperfect. There's nothing wrong with you Please love yourself, love all of you. You know what, and you have babies and your body changes and focus on the things about you that you actually love. And when you focus on those things that you love, you'll see that more and more things appear for you to love too. And when you love yourself wholly, completely and unconditionally, you you grant the rest of the world the permission to do that to you as well and for them as well and um there's nothing there's nothing wrong there's truly nothing wrong you're just you're perfect the way you are um and be very intentional with your language so i'd like to give a gift to help with that if you don't mind absolutely so one of the things i have on uh for you is eight powerful manifestations and they're the eight key areas of your life and it's one affirmation statement for each one of those areas. But every word is very, very intentional. And they're super powerful. And if you if you want the free PDF of it, you just go to eight, the number eight, and the word affirmations, eightaffirmations.com. And you can get that free download and just read them every day. Just start reading them every day and watch what starts to happen in your life, you know. Family dynamics get better, career gets better, money gets better, family gets better. So, so many wonderful things. I've covered all of them, all the areas, and one powerful statement for each. So. That's
0: amazing. Thank you
1: so much. I'm curious. How how, How can they follow me? Yeah. No, I said,
0: how can you pick eight?
1: Why did you pick eight affirmations? Oh, well, um, this is, well, eight is the, you know, infinity sign it was just it's been a lot of things that have been channeled to me um and i when i look at life i look at it i've seen it it's like i could see i, I could see that's why you know like i could see i have today the brand and so um the eight areas are health love family career money spirituality community and fun and it covers the gamut of everything. People don't put fun on their list. They don't put enough fun on their list and it's really essential. So um, yeah, it just, that's just what came to me. It's part of, part of my teachings of what I teach, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I love that, that's beautiful. Well, Diane, thank you again so much for sharing that and giving that gift to my audience and myself. I'm absolutely gonna check that out. I'm so happy you got to be here and share your story tell us where we can find you follow you and of course if they want to be coached by you give us all that information
1: oh absolutely okay on social media you can follow me at diane forster official and forster has an r in it no e diane forster official and then my website is dianeforster.com and you can catch my you know tv show and my podcast they're both called i have today with Diane Forster. If you want to find out about coaching with me, I offer a complimentary session for you. Just go to my website at dianeforster.com on the coaching page, and you just fill out your uh, application right there.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Diane, for everything you do, and cheers till next time, guys, and be intentional and be empowered. Thank you. Mm Thanks for listening to Everything with Ali Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe. Tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.